Hello, remote friends. The information from this podcast is rich with remote support, but it's even more important that you go from information to application to get the best results possible. Remote work is here to stay, and we want to help you on your way. So let us know how we can support you even more by visiting remotepathways.com. There you will find a quick link to talk with us directly. Reach out to Jen for all your teamwork, leadership, coaching, and facilitation needs. And reach out to Michelle for developing a healthy, sustainable rhythm of life through spiritual practices, 90-day projects, and simple structures to support your remote working journey. Until we connect, thank you for listening. It's such an honor going remote together with you. Let's explore the remote world. Together we'll discover the people, places, and pathways to working remotely. We'll engage in great conversations, share tips and valuable resources, and connect you with voices from the field. Let's go remote together. Welcome to Episode 3 of Remote Pathways. Today we're going to focus on entrepreneurs, coaches, and goals. So Jen, who are we going to be talking about today? Well, first of all, welcome back to everyone to episode three. And today we are continuing our journey along the remote pathway. We are going to be meeting and digging into the landscape of Surge, the remote serial entrepreneur. We're also going to be meeting Mel, uh, who is a professional coach. We know that many of you are listening in with that background as well. Now, an interesting thing that I think links both entrepreneurs and coaches is our dedicated focus on the topic of goals. So our tips and resources of this week are focused on goals and planning. So whether or not you are an entrepreneur, a coach, I hope that you'll listen in because planning and goals are really key, especially at certain times of the year. And you might be listening in at start of the year, one of those quarters. We hope that you'll pick up some ideas around resourcing for you to support you as a remote worker around goals and planning. That's fantastic. Yeah, so now I'm so excited to continue our journey of talking or getting introduced to the Digital Dozen, Jen. So kick us off with Surge, the serial entrepreneur. Tell me more about Surge. Well, this is the third pathway we're heading down here at Remote Pathways. And I think some of you may be very similar to Surge, a serial entrepreneur. Uh, If we look out across the landscape of the remote workforce for many decades now, not just the last few years, you've had focused visionaries who have really staked out and pioneered their way forward with their own virtual organizations. Note my language change here too, right? Right now, many of us are talking about the remote space, but virtual organizations have been around for decades. Uh, Entrepreneurs or virtual uh, workplaces may not have any physical structure. They may be staffed by people from all different geographic locations. And I think the people like Surge have been focused visionaries, people who are seeing ahead of the curve um, 
opportunities for profit and perhaps service as well. Now, the landscape of the entrepreneur is really interesting. And for those of you that run your own business or consider yourself an entrepreneur, many times I think people think of us as risk takers, (laughs) as people who are, you know, comfortable in sort of uh, creating and designing our own own architecture. Um, That may be true. Again, I think the entrepreneurial space is just so diverse today from the world of the solopreneur and in future episodes, we're going to be dipping into the landscape of the solopreneur, a one-person show, to large organizations that get scaled and sold. And if you listened into our first episode of Remote Pathways, in many weeks, we'll be meeting people like Beth who have scaled and sold their businesses. So surges, uh, serial entrepreneurs exist, whether you start one business or you spin off a series of micro-businesses through different products or services. I think we see the entrepreneurial landscape in so many different ways, whether you're a knowledge-based organization, so maybe all into the content creation, into learning and development, or maybe you fit, you sell physical products, but really don't have anything more than a, you know, well, you could have a, a digital warehouse. You may have just one physical warehouse that is staffed by people all over. So when you think of serial entrepreneurs in the remote space, who comes to mind uh, from your experience, Michelle? Yeah, I just imagine the entrepreneur that's really a visionary. Like you said, I do make that connection. I think they could benefit from surrounding themselves with people to support the vision, uh, to help them keep keep them on track and keep the vision on track. And, you know, a community of, of travelers with you too helps enjoy accomplishing the mission together. Yeah. And I think, you know, as we look at uh, the remote workspace, so many of us need to learn about how do we build teams. So a lot of the topics we'll be looking at as we go forward within this podcast are going to be focusing on team development. Uh, Of course, you can always check out the many, many blog posts I've written on this over at Teams 365 or through one of my books on group and team coaching or virtual team development. With surges and entrepreneurs, I think we really want to make sure that we are allowing entrepreneurs to get their work done, right? There are so many digital distractions for everyone today, but certainly for the entrepreneur, the discipline of consistent action, of focused work, of learning how to minimize interruptions and distractions is key for success, as is the skills in relationship building and influence. I think there's a bit of a a mythology here that, you know, uh, an entrepreneur is a one-person show. Well, even if we are a solopreneur, we are not an island. We need to be reaching out and cultivating relationships. Many times, relationships with people half a world away. So leveraging and developing those skills of relationship building in the, the virtual and remote space is really key, as is making sure that we're always learning. Again, the work of Carol Dweck in uh, growth mindset and continuous learning really is, is so central in so many co- conversations today around business. And I can't say that this is really key for those of us in the entrepreneurial space. How are we learning? How are we keeping ourselves abreast of what's happening in, in, in different industries, in different disciplines? And that may mean that we go back and we do formal education. It may mean that we partake in MOOCs. It may mean that we hire mentors or we mentor, get mentorship from others that are 
older than us or perhaps even younger than us. Again, virtual skills are key, and we do want to make sure that there's um, always a mindset that there's a next level we can take our skills to. Even if we've been in the workplace and highly successful, there probably is another inflection point leading us forward. So, Michelle, anything else you want to mention about serial entrepreneurs and the landscape and the support needs for them? No, I have nothing to add to that, but I would love to hear more about Mel the Coach. Yeah, Mel the Coach. Well, I think professional coaches are a topic or a, a, a community that both Michelle and I are part of, and many of you listening in are probably part of that community. Professional coaching has been around for decades now, and as we, we like to define it, or perhaps the International Coach Federation defined it, Coaching is a partnership uh, between the coach and the client. There are coaches of all types, from executive coaches to team coaches to group coaches to parental coaches. Coaches really help their clients excel and achieve the results that the client wants. So we often talk in the landscape of coaching that coaches really help our clients focus in on the goals of the client. We support them to gain new awareness and insights about who they are, their strengths, uh, you know, looking at different options and ways to uh, achieve their goals. And also, we want to support people into action. Coaching is all about accountability, and coaches are a great listener and an accountability partner, helping clients focus on that gaining an awareness and also taking action. So I know you do a lot of work in this space as well, Michelle. What do you think is important for our listeners to know about the remote pathway of Mel the Coach? Yeah, I think she has something in common with the entrepreneur. Um, You mentioned learning. I would say that she needs access to systems that support her work and continual learning opportunities to stay fresh on topics that are important to her as a coach and the clients that she serves. Also that you mentioned that I couldn't agree more. Coaches are going to thrive being nestled in a community of coaches. They Mm -hmm. benefit from business building skills, sales and marketing strategies, and also having a coach of their own. I, for as long as I've been on this coaching journey, I've had a coach. Like, so I believe in coaching even if I wasn't a coach. And I think that's very, very important. Um, Also, you can benefit from building a network of collaborative partners. You may need help recognizing, like I did, who is on your team or who you even want on your team. Um, Could use possible assistance in designing workshops, PowerPoints, retreats, and any other kind of program design. If working in the volunteer sector, which we, I know we're going to talk about more of this on the podcast, um, but if working in the volunteer sector, I would imagine clarity of her role and how they can support the board, leaders, and other team members. I know that you are great at supporting coaches in this way, Jennifer. And again, knowing her limits to avoid burnout and remain connected with things that bring her joy. Mm-hmm. And again, like the landscape of the coach today is so distinct. Uh, one of the themes that I've been hearing today in this episode is just the need for connection and the yearning for connection. And on that, we want to invite all of you to connect in with us um, through the different social channels. I think in the remote space, that's one of the easiest vehicles 
definitely, if you haven't found us yet, if you're on Facebook, check out at Remote Pathways on our Facebook page, also on Instagram, Remote Pathways. And very much, we will be continuing to talk about different community opportunities for those of you working in the remote space. As Michelle mentioned, I think coaches especially are hungry for learning. As a, as a coach myself and as a coach trainer, as an author in the coaching space, I really continue to encourage coaches to think about what's that next arc of learning, what's going to help you do your best work. And we're a, a proud provider of ICF CCE approved programming in group and team coaching. Tools are key. We never know what is uh, is going to sort of show up in the coaching conversation. And so I think for most coaches today, they're really keen on learning and putting it into practice. This means that we need to have vibrant businesses. So just a reminder, if coaches listening in have a copy of my 2018 workbook planner called Coaching Business Builder, definitely check out section three, which is geared to you around systems. And like Plan Do Track, which is geared for the wider remote virtual workforce, Coaching Business Builder includes a 12-month analog planner. So it's a great resource to pick up. It's a paper-based book that you can be using to do your annual planning, your quarterly planning, and also your content planning. That'll be a key theme that we'll touch on in later episodes. But just check out the Coaching Business Builder and or Plan Do Track, depending on what kind of entrepreneur or uh, coach you are. I think you'll find both of those to be great resources as you continue your journey. So Jennifer, thank you for that valuable information and all the tools and resources uh, that you put on our shelves as coaches. And now I'd just like to pick your brain a little bit and ask, what's your biggest goal framework that you use? Ooh, Thanks for the reminder. So as many listeners will know, there's a weekly download and this week's download is the one page plan. It is a resource that you'll find in both Plan Do Track and also the Coaching Business Builder, but I wanted to share it with the wider community. Here's the backstory. In one of my former roles, I will not say the organization, but I will just say that our annual plan worked out to be about 60 pages in length. As you can imagine, as a team leader, being responsible for uh, supporting my team to execute that 60-page plan could have been uh, you know, a full-time job of several people. I didn't have <laughs> a full-time job to just look at planning. And so really with my team years ago, came up with a much simplified version um, that my team members could execute to, I could keep it a high-level overview on, and that simply is a one-page plan. If you have a copy of Plan Do Track or Coaching Business Builder, just flip to the last page or almost last page, you'll see it there. And simply it is a five-by-five five matrix where we can have a one page in front of us to outline the top three to five goals of the moment, whether that's the month, the quarter, or other timeline, and a little bit of detail in terms of what are we doing, what are the measures of success, what's going to help and hinder us as we move towards that goal. So really want to invite you to experiment with some of the planning processes you're using right now. I think there's a bit of a 
I don't want to go as far as saying a fallacy, but I think there's there may be a bit of a myth that we need to keep everything in our head or on our computers. Given what we're learning from uh, neuroscience, as well as just attention and focus and and retention of what we remember, it can be important to write things down. And that may mean that you're not just doing it on the screen. It may be going back to your good old pen and paper, analog planning, etc. So with our download this week, we'll invite you to experiment with the one-page plan. Think about your goals for the next week or the next month. Highlight the top five, three to five things you want to be focusing on and see how having that one-page plan in a place that's visible to you is going to support you. Again, you might experiment with doing it digital, digitally in the on your screen as well as physically writing it out. And just for yourself, notice any distinctions or differences you see. So with that, head on over right now, remotepathways.com. Look for our episode today, which is episode three, and you will find the download link. Over to you, Michelle. Oh, I'm so grateful that this is the download this week because again, just like the Plan Do Track or Coaching Business Builder, this is included in the way that I plan. I like to actually do kind of prayerful planning where I put quiet time on my calendar to be still, to listen to my heart and consider all the people that I'm working with and the opportunities set before me. And then I do, just like she said, and this is why the one-page plan works so well, I set goals in 90-day burst with a focus on three main points for that season. And then I develop strategies to execute the plan. And finally, I reward myself and those I'm working with by scheduling a nice restoration retreat at the end of the 90-day period. So it seems to be a really healthy rhythm in the remote working space. Absolutely. And just like you said, it's about chunking it down. It's about being clear on what you want to focus on, putting some work and some some detail around that, and then keeping it visible and executing. Well, Michelle, I think that's it for our time today. Anything else that you want to mention before we wrap up? No, just be sure to check us out. Um, If you have any friends that are in the remote working space or you think can benefit from this podcast and the resources that we've shared, uh, please invite them to tune in. And also, you know, just we look forward to continuing our conversation, exploring the digital dozen, where next time we're going to talk to Jen, who are we talking to? (laughs) We're going to keep on journeying. And our next call is going to take us into the landscape of Sally. Sally is our seasoned sales professional. And Sally is joined by Sujit, our project manager. I know for both of us, Michelle and I, these are areas that we both bring uh, past experience working in, remote past experience working in. And so I'm really looking forward to our next conversation. So stay tuned. That episode will be available to you shortly. And thanks for joining us. We look forward to connecting with you online. 